It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. Hey, Dave. G'day, Jason. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. How's it hanging? I'm very, very well. Welcome to the show. It's great to uh, great to have you on the show. And I I'll, I'll just want to say, Australian fans of Led Zeppelin, uh, you're going to get a real treat when Jason Bonham brings his Led Zeppelin experience to Australia in 2023 in April. Mate, are you excited about getting down under? I am certain. I'm always excited about uh, getting down under, and especially when it's in Australia. <laughs> Nice one, mate. So um, this uh, this uh, Led Zeppelin experience started uh, probably seven or eight years ago. Uh, what's the response been like around the world to being able to get a, an authentic Led Zeppelin experience? Well, the strangest thing is it, it's been going now 13 years. Right. Um, and I only signed up to do it once. Um, I said, oh, I'll just do it once back in 2010. I said, we'll do 30 shows, something, you know, just to pay my homage to the father. Yep. And um, I soon realized that it wasn't about me and my my thoughts and my old man and what the music. It was all, It was about everybody's love and passion for Led Zeppelin um, and how, how much they meant to them. So it soon became a, a group thing rather than just me up there, you know, it's not about me. As I said, it was about all of our love. And that's the thing that I share with everybody. We do it. When we go up there, it's everyone who's, in, who's there at the venue is part of the show because the, the interaction and the feedback um, can trigger a story, can trigger something for me to remind, to remember. And I share all the personal things that we ever did and the, the moments about certain songs that I remember and was told about and, from my experiences playing with them. So it's, it's a little storyteller part, as well as just going up there and playing the songs. There is definitely a, a personal moment when, when I share and, and the, you know, it becomes an integral part of the show where we can share what, you know, our love and, and passion for the band that's happened. Excellent. Now, um, let's go back. You were 14 years old. Um, when when your father passed away, uh, is there is there a, a sense of sadness uh, when you're playing, or is it all the joy of the music? Um, I mean, there'll always be. You, you can't help. Um, I don't know it's whether because it's him, but I think just I still get. I can, you know, I, the weirdest thing is I've probably played them more than my dad. Now yeah. I ever played them. It's, mm. uh, in the 13 years, I mean, Zeppelin did it for 11. So it's very strange when I look at it like that. But I think what's kept it, I mean, what's kept it fresh, but still passion, is the songs. I still get the emotion. Mm. I still feel the emotion when I play specific songs. And it's more of I get the song, you know, and I think that. To be able to still get, you know, get choked up or... Yep feel the passion of something like since I've been loving you and almost to a point of like tears because I'm, I'm I'm lost in the song while I'm playing it's great to keep to be able to keep doing that and still that's the only reason probably why I still do it because I still get off on playing the music and I definitely think I, I get help because I get to play 
all other types of music with my other bands, that this still is very fresh to me. It's still very new. I still do it as, through the passion and love. Yeah, you know, the other jobs, I, I look at them more like work. You know, it's more like my other, my regular gigs. <laughs> but this is still my passionate, you know, fun gig. Mm. And now, um, uh, <laughs> a very special moment of the show has to be when you uh, you play along uh, with video footage of uh, of John uh, in the Moby Dick um, uh, drum solo, etc. How uh, how yeah. is that for how is that received by people? Oh, I mean, it's you know, I'm not a big usually I'm not a big fan of drum solos, but if you're going to do it, then do it in a way that. Nobody else can really do it. It's, mm. it's that thing of I never got to play with him while he was alive. So um, one of the very special moments for me is to actually get to to, to redo, you know, to to go back in time and and say, well, you know what, I can, I do, I do get to play with my dad, yeah. and, and this is one way I got to do it. I mean, I have to now watch a video while I'm doing it. When I first started it, I was like, I can't believe it. I, I know it so well, but I'm still slightly off in the timing. <laughs> so the best, the best way was to do it was, in the end, I put a video monitor next to the drum kit so I could watch him as well. So as much as I thought I could anticipate, it was much easier. And then when I'm watching him at the same time, it was just, it's, 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 it's fun for me. It's, um, it took some doing. Because what I did, I edited two of my dad's drum solos and put them together. So I actually took out, like, the slow stuff and, like, the, the more centered stuff and made it a lot more impact. So take in mind, dad was 25 when he was doing that. Mm. I'm 56 years old now. <laughs> so I'm now the old man that's the kid playing with his old man, who's a kid. <laughs> Unreal. So, there was quite a bit of puffing and puffing at the end of the first time I ever did it. Because even then, when I started doing it, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, this is okay, I'm, I can do this. I was just in me, you know, I was like 42 years old. Right, or right. <laughs> so, uh, so now, yeah, it's a lot different. But uh, a lot of fun, as I said, you were... Uh, when we came up with it, I didn't know how we could do it at first. And actually, uh, uh, it was Tommy Lee that helped me and sat me down with a guy who could edit. And we put it together for something that he was doing back in the, uh, on a drum tribute show. Right. So, um, it, yeah, all, all hats off to Tommy Lee from Hartley Crew. He, he was the one, I told him the idea and he went, yeah, we can do that really easy. I'll show you, I'll, I'll put you in touch with the guy. There you go. Learn, learning from another of the masters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, listen, uh, you come to Australia. Have you been down to, to Australia very often? Um, I actually have been quite a few times um, uh, over the last, let's say, six years, um, only because my wife and I were keen tennis fans. Uh -huh. So I've actually been uh, down a couple of times now to, to, to be at the... At the you know, the Australian Open. Yep, yep. Uh, and then, of course, I toured, we toured back in uh, 2018 there. But I, I started coming there uh, back in... I did a music video there in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Katoomba. Right, yep. Uh, back in, um, uh, back in, like, 90. 
Because that's obviously when you had your band yeah, Bonham. But, uh, yeah, and it was a, a director that did the music video for Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears. And uh, he came and we did a video um, no with way. him, uh, as I said. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a little story about our connection then, because I'm in a band called The Screaming Jets, and uh, Ralph Zimmern, who did the uh, the No More Tears video, he was in Australia at that time doing our first video, which went on to, uh, to have massive success. Fantastic, yes. <laughs> he was um, he was amazing. I remember seeing that video and just be going, oh my God, we've got to get this guy. So, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> but we, we went up, it sounded very luxurious, but we went up to this, this place and it was like an abandoned uh, mansion. And, uh, and, but I was, we were all distracted because it was an abandoned mansion with six supermodels there. <laughs> and, and I'm going, why have we got six? And he goes, just in case we don't like two of them. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and I've got to say, they were, they were really, they were really looking snobby, pardon my impression. They were very snobby. Um, and uh, we, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And we did it, and it was freezing cold. And this place, I don't know, we, we had to light all the fires in the building. Right. It was so cold. But you got to, you know, it was an experience. Unreal, mate. And, and you know, tell us a, a, a bit about that. I mean, as a, as I say, you were a young fellow when uh, when your dad was, uh, you know, flying high with uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, but you've been all around yeah. the world. You've certainly met a lot of, uh, met and played with a lot of uh, amazing artists over the years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, when I first, one of the first times I came and played in Australia, the first time I played in Australia, was it wasn't until 2005 or 2006 maybe uh, when I was in Foreigner. Right. Yep. And uh, so that that was you know my first kind of. But we were there so it was so short and there was, wasn't time to go anywhere and look around or anything. So that was my uh, one of my dear friends uh, is a was an English cricketer. Well, he's from Zimbabwe, but he ended up moving and emigrating to Australia. You probably know Graham Hick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was, a, was a dear, dear friend of mine, and uh, and my wife's very good friends with his wife, Jackie. And they live in the Gold Coast, so we would come over and just surprise them. But the one time, they got so surprised because they saw us on TV in, in Melbourne. <laughs> they were like, um, are you in Australia? We were like, no. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, we just saw you on TV, so I think you are. Like, damn it, ruined the surprise. Oh, um, yeah, we were going to go. You know, we were going to go turn up and surprise them because when we emigrated to the US, they emigrated to uh, Australia. Right, right. So, yeah, I, we we have a connection. You know, my connection to Australia is through dear friends, and and also, you know, the just that fact of when. Zeppelin only got there the once, but it was that special, that such a great little footage from that 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 stadium they played when all the fans are breaking in and trying to get yeah, to the yeah. front stage, and it was just like a almost like a trailer in the you know just the back of a of a, of a trailer that was parked out with a stage on it. Yeah, yeah, I think that was uh, might have been Memorial Drive in Adelaide. That was one of the big ones that everyone uh, always tells me about. 
there is a massive love for Led Zeppelin down here in Australia and even in New Zealand. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for your time, mate. It's uh, an honour to talk to you and uh, can't wait to see you with the Jason Bonham Led Zeppelin experience here in April. Make sure you get your tickets. It is something not to miss. Thanks, Jason. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. Rock on. For all the latest rock news, interviews and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the Listener app.